Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by a voice you know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Hi there. Welcome to the first Around the Hearn of 2022, and it is probably the hardest and the most special one of these that I've ever done. And it's been about a month since I did the episodes that have basketball previews on them. And the last month has been hard. I'm not even going to lie. It's it's very rare in life that you meet someone like someone that we lost. And I'm just being straight up honest. I am completely heartbroken for the loss of my friend Aaron Mulaski, Aaron Matthews, and a handful of other people that have passed away in the last month and a half. And it's not been an easy time. And trying to sit down and record this has been, I'll say, a bit of a challenge. And uh, I've cried a lot in the last month. Hell, it'll probably happen while I'm doing this, just to be honest with you. But trying to remember someone as amazing as my brother Aaron Matthews is a hard thing. And I've been trying to gather information and uh, interviews with people to kind of try to help do that. And about the next hour and a half, you'll hear from so many great folks that have met Aaron. And I wish I could have done more um, and had more people, but it's just... Where do you where do you stop? You know there have been some amazing tributes, and a couple of days ago, uh, his brother Matt wrote a uh, speech that was given at the Civic Center, and uh, everyone had their Team Aaron shirts on, and mine is in the car, and uh, I wasn't I wasn't able to make it to the event, but you know I I was told you know unfortunately Aaron's not here. Um, I was actually in Indiana, about an hour and a half from Logansport, where Aaron grew up and started radio and his takeover of the entire world, and um, where the Matthews Media Empire was begun, as he would tell me the story. And uh, doing the only thing that I, I know to do, and that was calling basketball in his honor, and we did two games on Saturday at the Hoosier Gym, and... Uh, I know that that's what he would have done because before he got sick and was in the hospital the last time before he passed away, he had actually, we talked about carpooling. And you're going to hear some amazing testaments about Aaron. And people are going to talk about the love they have for him as a person and about their admiration for him as a worker. And uh, one of the greatest things that, you can say about a person is that no matter how it would affect them, they were always willing to help out anybody else. And that's Aaron uh, to a T. He didn't care about, you know, whether it would cost him his spot or how somebody would look at him. If you needed help, uh, that was Aaron. And with that toothless smile, I could just hear his infectious laughter. Um, <laughs> I, I don't remember all of the stories, uh, who told what, but it, it's just, for me, things I remember, uh, 
I've talked about this with a lot of people that we were in the car a lot with him and we were fortunate to be able to go on road trips and, and stuff. And, uh, he would always tell us to be quiet when we were in the car with him because he would voice track or pre-record his audio for when we go on these trips. And he knew exactly what time to a T that he was going to be on. So he would tell us to shut up so that he could hear himself. And the joke about it was that he would always be talking about us. So it was always kind of funny. And, I, I mean, there are a million Aaron Matthews stories that I could think of. Uh, he's being quiet at a wrestling show one time and just stands up and screams for no particular reason. After Thanksgiving, uh, Bobby Lashley ate my turkey. And uh, just uh, <laughs> this story of, you know, don't mind my friend. He's, I'm a, he's a cripple to uh, Bobby Carpenter and uh, Anthony Schlegel and all these Ohio State guys who had just lost to Michigan a couple of days before <laughs> and, and just uh, had a broken ankle. And he's hobbling around and, you know, just so many things that I can just think of and, it was more than just Aaron Matthews, the radio guy. I'm very fortunate in life that I got to know Aaron Mulaski. And there were a lot of folks who for a long time, or maybe never, didn't know that his last name was actually Mulaski. And uh, I was alluding to Matt wrote a beautiful speech that I read and cried at least three times. And he he quotes something that I had told him in the car on my way to a game when I was talking to him on the phone, and it's Aaron once told me to always be myself when I was struggling to kind of find myself as a professional or a play-by-play guy or whatever on the radio, and it was they could always change the channel. You know, you don't know what's going to happen, and, and he has been – one of my biggest supporters in life, and I, there's no way that I can thank him enough for always being there and answering my insane calls at 3 o'clock in the morning or, you know, just hanging out and, and watching wrestling in his parents' basement and taking a chance on a 16-year-old kid and letting him do the scoreboard show. And I, <laughs> I would like to play you, this is just kind of a piece of uh, how Aaron Matthews is as a human being and just an amazing uh, an amazing mentor and just as a human being uh, this this is from way back in the day and it might be uh, it might be a little insane but this is Aaron Matthews <laughs> Zulema's number one hit music station. Welcome to the weekend. It's Aaron Matthews. Crazy. Two to two hits, 800-686-FM92. Feel free to get your votes into me for the hot day today. Comes up at 8 o'clock plus your request as well. Take care of them. Britney Spears, you drive me crazy. There's probably no more This Is Aaron Matthews clip that I could have played you to tell you a story. That crazy, in the middle of it, there's a stop, and she yells stop. And uh, for about three seconds on the actual song back in the 90s, 
it was my all-time favorite song because when I would hear it on the radio, Aaron was so amazingly creative with things. Uh, he would put little things in the middle. There would be Godzilla or the clip from MC Hammer. It would say She would say stop, and then he would play Hammer Time or uh, just insane things like that. And it kind of led to this. Without any further ado, Mike, the intern, we got lots in lots in lots of games. Would you say me? Hola. Okay. What well, we got, man? Okay. Hit him. Okay, coach. That's right. Bath 41, Kenton 20, and Bath wins for the first time in Kenton since 1985. And also Bath wins the WBL outright. Salina beat Shawnee 21 to 14. Uh, LCC beat Eastwood 16-14. Ooh, tight game there tonight. Mm. This one's even better. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw that one Pickle over. beat Lima Senior 11-8. Spartans, uh, possibility that the playoffs that were, uh, they were going to possibility for it. I don't know if they're going to get in now. We'll find out on Sunday. Let's see what happens. Ottawa Glandorf beats up Elida 42-6. What was that? 42-6. Yeah. Upper side of Valley beats up on Perry, uh, 20 to... Yeah. What was it again? 20 to nothing. Yeah. St. Mary's beats Wapak, 28 to 26. Uh, Van Wert loses to Defiance, 45-14. What else you got, Big Perm? Delphus Jefferson beats Spencerville. Yeah. 21-6, that final. I had to do that, Mike, even though I... I Not too happy about that. Okay. Uh, Bluffton wins 48 to nothing over Allen East. Yeah. Ada beats Crestview 35-14. Columbus Grove beats Falding 61-6. St. Henry crushes Fort Recovery 35 to nothing. Dexter beats New Bremen 28-24. Marion Local beats Parkway 31-7. Runs over Van Buren 40-13. What was that score again? 40-13? Yeah. All right, who'd they beat? Van Buren. Okay, who won again? Hard Northern. Okay, what else you got? Proceed. Pandora Gilboa smacks around Lipsick 55 to 6. And Indian Lake just smacked down Ridgemont 34 to nothing. Thanks to Becky for getting us that score. Yes, yes, this one right here. What is it? 79 for Finley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Final score again to that one, 79. 79 to 22, Finley, over Fostoria. We, we thought we'd had the ass thumpings of all ass thumpings. This is the rat tat tat on that ass. Bring in the ambulance. They put in the coach. They put in the cheerleaders. They put in all the hoochie mamas at the game. What is it? 79 for Finley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Final score again to that one, 79. 79 to 22, Finley, over Fostoria. That's the McDonald's High School football scoreboard brought to you by McDonald's of Lima, Delphus, and India Lake. More clubs who in about, I'd say, 15 seconds on that A2-0. I realized in that last part that uh, it's two parts of the same clip. But in the original clip, I had maybe edited out part of it because he was so ridiculous. Now, picture 16, 17-year-old me trying to keep a straight face on the air while this is happening, and he's just in Aaron Matthews' form. There's no way to describe it, and uh, it's it's just an amazing thing to have been around. And he continued to just kind of spread the wealth and, and always look out for me and always kind of help me in any way that he could. And uh, when I was 25... He was doing Lima Warriors online, and was there Matthews? I mean, he's an established name at this point, 92 Zoo and big super heavyweight show, and 
everything, it's a big deal. And when we'd go out, oh, my God, it's Aaron Matthews. I just realized, like, that's just Aaron. So I don't really think about it, you know. And uh, I got to do color for him doing uh, Lime Warriors football for a year. And he kept telling people, knowing that this is all I've ever wanted to do in my life, that at some point my colonel would be doing play-by-play. And uh, I can promise you it's as terrible as you think. I was afraid of my own shadow. I was afraid of of the microphone. And uh, he got me through it. And I did five or six years of Lime Warriors and a bunch of years of semi-pro. And Aaron was always the first to text me and say, hey, man, do you need like rejoins and liners and any kind of stuff that I can voice because he loved being creative and loved being able to do that stuff. And it's just a, it's an amazing thing to be able to say, you know, X to your friend and he's going to take that ball and then just completely just run off with it. Because when you say something, he's got 10 more ideas and that's one of the biggest things that I that I will miss is is creativity because I would give him like I said I would give him an idea and that it would turn into something else that was so much better than whatever I could come up with and uh, I didn't tell him that enough about how thankful I was for that to happen and I just I'm there's so many ways I'm going to miss that dude from going to see wrestling and, and seeing what kind of man and what kind of husband and what kind of father he became. It just, I hope that raising my own daughter, who's screaming in the background right now, if you can't hear that, I hope that I am half as great to her as he was to Dizzle and was to B-Man. And I can't, um, I just can't say enough. Um, There are so many people who had the opportunity to speak the other night. You'll hear from a couple of them here in just a a couple of minutes. But uh, the stories that are being told, uh, I'll never forget. Just an amazing man that we lost far too soon. I hope that. He's up there telling stories with my dad and with John Madden, and I can only imagine. uh, Frank Hill said it best when he said, can you imagine Aaron and John Madden are up there calling games right now? Oh, Lord, help us all. That (laughs) That is one broadcast booth that I can only imagine how that would go. But if I can give any piece of advice, it is always be yourself. It's always good enough. People just have to realize it. Not everybody's going to like you. And these are things that Aaron helped me realize. But I love you, Aaron. I uh, will see you soon. Thank you for everything. All right, so this is Matt, Aaron's brother. Um, ironically, he, he chose the same last name for radio. That is my first name, so it's only fitting that I wrote him since the late 90s about naming himself after me. Um, now that he's gone, I can tell you it's a huge 
piece of me that's gone with him. Uh, we had a really close connection, a tight bond. You know, we we shared a room with kids, um, and we we really tormented each other a lot. And it was in good fun. Somehow, we always seemed to take it in stride. I really used to live for creative ways to mess with him. Uh, as I was a young idiot musician, I remember setting up guitar amps at the edge of his bed when he was sleeping in the afternoons to get ready for working late and just give him the rock and roll wake up call. And of course, I'd toss my guitar onto my bed, dead friend up the stairs and peel out out of the driveway so he wouldn't bludgeon me. But even with that, like I got a little more creative because when we were kids, I mean, you know, kids, you know, we're young men, uh, we were right at that launching point where you get ready to move out of your parents' house. And again, with Aaron working late, I had a lot of idle time where I could mess with him. And there were two occasions where he was in a dead sleep, maybe four or five in the afternoon. And I jumped on him on top of his covers and just landed as many punches and elbows as you can do in a quick just fury of of activity and then as soon as he started to move i remember i ran upstairs and i took the keys from his car and started it so all i had to do was jump in his vehicle and i drove away and you know it's just the stuff that brothers do and what's what's funny is he always got me back and he always laughed about it um the nickname that he had for me, I really don't think you could put on the air. Um, but, man, we, we had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, there was always a, a back and forth and things were always pretty even. So anything that I dished out, I knew that he was going to get me back equally. Um, you know, my brother was very positive to a lot of people and built a lot of people up, including me. And... I remember at different points in my career, I would call him down or frustrated and he would always have this positive um, reinforcement so that no matter what I was going through, he would tell me things were going to work out in my favor. It was for the best. And he always told me he believed in me and that I was going to be fine, which seems kind of hokey but I know that he really meant it. You know, when we were kids, you know, he got in, he read uh, the news on the radio for the first time when he was like 13 years old over in Indiana. And I remember hearing that we were standing in our kitchen. It was super exciting. And it was like my brother had like broadcast from the moon or something because that was 10. And then you know, he just stuck around and just lived for it. And when he moved, when you know, we moved around a lot growing up, and my brother was always light years ahead of people because he had a photographic memory and uh, he understood the technology in the industry. And when we ended up in the Lima area, the station that hired him just got the technology that he was super familiar with. So he was kind of like a whiz kid about it. Um, you know, the, the the crazy thing, back to the last name, is I don't remember what company it was, but I think they just told him that 
his actual last name was probably a little too exotic sounding. And they had him pick a list of, from a list of names. And Matthews is on it. And it was like a star had been born. He had permission to create a, a caricature or an image. And I really believe that all the good things about him, uh, he chose to condense and really synthesize it down to like the purest form of energy and excitement. And listening to his broadcasts, you cannot listen to him at a low volume. He brought so much excitement when he would call a game. Uh, he would make the most mundane matchups incredibly exciting. And being your brother, you tend to dismiss, not dismiss, but maybe just accept, hey, he's good at what he does, move on with life. And a few years back, I remember I was listening to him call a basketball game for LCC, and it was just, we're driving across town. We weren't at the game. The kids were busy. And put the, put the radio on, and hey, there's Aaron. And told the kids, hey, there's Uncle Aaron. And I remember thinking, you know, sitting in the passenger seat, listening to my brother call this game, and I thought, wow, this man's really good, like legitimately great at what he did. And I remember telling him that. And he just took it like I, I, I just said, hey, man, nice shirt. You know, um, you know, again, he was very positive and protective. Um, Aaron had a long battle towards the end of his life, and he wanted to protect my family or our family, and especially my dad, from seeing him in that failed state. And he didn't want to hurt anybody. You know, he did so much good. He helped out so many people. The last thing he wanted to do is break my parents' heart or his kids' heart to see him losing this battle that he, that ultimately took his life. Um, and the man never stopped moving. And if there was ever somebody that I could tell my kids to put their heart and soul into what they, they do, use him as an example because he actually did it. Um, he poured 100% into his broadcasts. Uh, the man worked hard and he was kind and he took time to help a lot of people and didn't want to be recognized for it. Um, it's really hard losing your brother. It's really hard letting go of Aaron Matthews, but you know, that's that's a big piece of my brother. And you know, he was positive and I feel that we need to to honor him and we need to we need to remain positive and don't add any hurt or pain to anybody else's life and do the absolute best we can. The man never stopped moving, so I think it's fitting that we keep moving. Um and do the things that make you feel close to them when you need to feel close to them. And if that means wearing shorts in December, then wear the shorts. But oddly enough, he wasn't a terribly sentimental guy when it came to earthly possessions. Uh, he really didn't have much of an interest in cars. Uh, as long as they went as fast as he wanted them to, he was fine. Um, and 
there's not one thing on this planet that I can pick up and say, this, this is Aaron Matthews. Um, you know, some guys, when they pass, you, you, you want a piece of, you know, their tool collection or whatever that they, they put their heart and soul into and everything that Aaron put his efforts into. Uh, I'm fortunate to be able to hear from the archives of basketball games and interviews that he did. And I found some that I didn't know existed and I'm looking forward to finding more. Um, but truly, I remember him, you know, him having technology kind of spread out in, in the basement when we were kids and he would always make things work and not from a mechanical standpoint, but he figured out how to edit things and he could preserve things. And I never imagined that his professional legacy would be something that you literally cannot hide from in our area. But he set a very good bar for people in the broadcasting industry and as a professional in any field, that's a, that's a great compliment. Um, you know, I want people to go on and do things their way. Um, there's going to be people taking the games that Aaron normally would have, uh, would have been calling. And I hope that those people do things their way. And, you know, my brother did things his way and he did a great job. And as that torch is passed to somebody else, I, I really hope that they, if they feel that they need to honor him, the best way that any colleague can honor him is by matching that effort and enthusiasm. It's not a matter of one-liners or hashtags. It's give it your all. And those are lessons that we got as kids, you know, from our grandparents and our parents. And they're still true today. If, if you go to work and do a good job, don't get in your own way. It's amazing how productive and successful you can be. I, I remember watching Aaron on the air and a few years back, and we're talking, and he didn't have a great big ceremony uh, to do a break. He stuck his finger up and told me to shut up. He hit the button, he punched in, and he said whatever he needed to say, and he got out. And he looked at me and he says, get in, get out, don't get in the way. And it's pretty poignant because a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people here on the radio love to hear the sound of their own voice. And as he got better and better, Aaron learned what not to say. And again, this is a matter of people doing things their way. But I really think that Aaron is proud of the legacy that he left behind and the influences that he's, he's made on people. Uh, you know, the, the world couldn't have two Aaron Matthews. And it's a shame that, you know, the, the world has each one of us doing our own thing in our own way. And, you know, my brother, I hope to see him again one day. Uh, you know, but until then, I'm very, very thankful for the, the archives of the audio and video footage that are out there. It's a luxury that my family will cherish you know, until it's our time. So, obviously, anybody that's been involved in any part of that, it's, you know, there, there's a huge thank you from my family.
but you know, I'll miss my brother every day for the rest of my life. And you know, Aaron Matthews was really the expanded version of who he was, and he was a great man. I appreciate everybody's help and love and support. The man was a light and a ball of energy in this world, and I missed that already. Thank you. Hi, my name is Sean Lyle. I was very privileged to know not only Aaron Matthews um, for the good majority of 17 years, um, but also I got the uh, distinct honor of becoming brothers, not best friends, brothers with Aaron Malaski. Um, I can't pick out one story um, that shines over the rest. I mean, everybody that had the opportunity to know Aaron in some way, shape, or form knows how off the wall, how crazy he was, how amazing he was as a human being. Um, I've got a ton of, of great memories. Um, mostly um, wrestling road trips, whether we were going to Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, or even WrestleMania in Detroit. Um, you know, I was given the opportunity over and over and over again because of Aaron to go to so many wrestling shows that really I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do before I've got into the wrestling business. Um, and you never knew what was going to happen, and you could almost guarantee that at some point during the night we thought that we were going to go to jail because of something that Aaron would do or say. Um, but my lawyer has advised me that I'm not allowed to just talk anymore about any of that. Um, so uh, I'll leave it at that. But, you know, Aaron was so much more than just a guy you heard on the radio. Um, he was so much more than just, um, you know, somebody that called sports. Um, he was multifaceted. And until you get the opportunity or until you got the opportunity to hang out with him, he really never understood that. Um, but, you know, the world is a lot darker now. Um, that's a, a, a big light that, that's gone from this world. And I miss you, bud. I love you. This is Jeremy Schneider, and I got to know Aaron a lot through our work in the Lima media. Um, and we should all remember Aaron for his, his professionalism and his work. And that's how so many people know Aaron, through his work in TV, his work in radio, through his work with the Lima Warriors and at UNOH and his work with the Lima City Men's Golf Tournament. I mean, the guy seemed to be involved in everything and everything he did, he did it really, really well. But for me, what I'm going to remember most about Aaron is Aaron the dad and Aaron the husband. He took so much pride, so much joy in being a dad to Brendan and Austin. He loved it so much. And you could just tell it was just everything he ever wanted out of life was to be a dad to those two boys. And then to be a husband to Jody. He was so grateful and so thankful to have a love of a woman like her. 
I know Brendan and my oldest daughter, Evelyn, are about the same age. And so we kind of went through things at a similar time then. Um, and I just remember some of the conversations I had with Aaron, how, how grateful he was to be able to go through this and have this opportunity to be a dad. Um, so that's what I'm going to remember most about Aaron. He was just such a huge personality, such a great personality. The guy would do anything for everybody. I know when I started to do a little bit of work in, in radio, um, just getting advice from him and listening to him and really kind of studying what he did helped me out so much and helped me out tremendously. The guy, Phil, has shoes that is, it's, it's going to be impossible to fill his shoes in that Lima area. Um, what a tremendous loss for Lima. And, and my thoughts and prayers are, are with his family and friends. It's just absolutely devastating. Um, what a legacy he leaves, both professionally and as a family man. All thanks to Mike for taking the time to put together a podcast dedicated to our friend Aaron Malasky, Aaron Matthews, as you know him. Of course, uh, he and Mike were very tight through the years, and uh, they, of course, shared a lot of good times. As for uh, myself and Aaron, we weren't as close as he and Mike, but it really started uh, when he began to travel with me for BGSU broadcasts. Of course, Aaron worked uh, in our building here at iHeartRadio with one of our other stations, and that's where I first really got to know him and met him. But then he started getting more involved with sports casting, and part of that was for a couple of years he was my studio host for BGSU football on the Falcon Sports Radio Network. And the one year he actually was my on-site producer. In other words, he kept control of things in the booth. If we had a sideline report, he controlled that microphone and sort of ran things on site that way. So he traveled with us, and you know, that included a bowl trip that particular season, which was a great, great trip. We went to Mobile, Alabama, and beforehand we had some plane issues. We were going to take off from Toledo, and the, the crew had been held up. You know, that stuff goes. Bottom line, we ended up having to kill a bunch of time, and we all got treated to lunch by the university president at that time, and uh, that included libations, and uh, you mix a radio crew, especially one with Aaron on board, and libations and food, and needless to say, uh, great memories were made, and that was a fun, fun day. Then the uh, frivolity continued once we got to Mobile, interacting with some good old boys down there, and maybe a few more uh, libations, and then the Falcons won the game. And there were just all kinds of great stories that uh, you know, maybe are better not told, at least in full details. But Aaron was uh, certainly a big part of that trip and a, a great memory created there. And, you know, he got more and more into actually broadcasting uh, sports himself, doing play-by-play. And uh, that led to him, after he left our stations, uh, doing the T-Bird games uh, for the competition across town. And that's really when he began to blossom. But the great thing about knowing Aaron was, for me, it was just a, a exposure to a whole different kind of uh, lifestyle, a whole different way of looking at things, uh, a different background. You know, Aaron exposed me to certain things that I never would have enjoyed or listened to or been exposed to uh, without him, you know, whether it was music or entertainment or just the way of looking at life. So 
Uh, those are the things you remember. And of course, just about any situation Aaron was involved in, it was going to be fun, if nothing else. We were going to have some fun, even if what we were doing wasn't particularly entertaining. He would strive to make it entertaining. And from a professional standpoint, uh, I think the thing that I most appreciated about Aaron is that you know he liked all the fun about it and the the glamorous parts of our job, which you know are a lot fewer than people may realize. But to get to those glory points where you're calling LCC state championships or you're working state championships or doing things that we get to do that are very very enjoyable, you got to put in the work. And Aaron always enjoyed that part of the job too, even when he was. Uh, program director for one of our stations, uh, the minutia, the process. You hear a lot of people talk about uh, with Aaron. He enjoyed all that, and I think that ended up showing in his broadcast and in his work, whether it was on a station like Wild 93.9 or our station, the more stayed WIMA, or his days with uh, WOSN here at his, unfortunately, last stop of his broadcast career. And of course, uh, the, the in joke about the BFSs, I won't say what that acronym stands for with a, a mixed audience of folks here listening, but needless to say, it was a, an inside joke about just how big of stars we all were, at least in our own minds. And certainly whenever we were together as a group, it made us bigger figuratively and literally. And uh, that was Aaron. Everything was bigger and better when he was around, and we will certainly miss him. And really, uh, already, of course, you you feel his absence as we continue with this basketball season. Unfortunately, we do it without him, but things like this podcast will hopefully allow his memory to live on even longer uh, with this uh, documented, recorded event that uh, Michael Hearn has put together. So, I'm glad to have an opportunity to be part of it. And, of course, we uh, pass our condolences, our thoughts and prayers on to Aaron's friends and family, uh, his legion of followers and friends and family, all still hurting indeed. Godspeed, Big A. Yeah, this is Steve Weiner, the color guy. They usually they used to be with Mike Hearn, but uh, my memory of Aaron Matthews is one of the first times I had to call a game in Columbus Grove in the old school, um, the loft where they had us was held on by two air, airplane wires. And uh, WTLW was there that night with three cameras up there and me and Aaron. And Aaron goes, you look nervous. And I said, I am a little bit. And he goes, don't worry. He says, these cables are strong enough because even though there is a lot of beef up here in this, in this, uh, loft. And, uh, from that time on, I mean, Aaron always, he always called me, Hey, wiener man. And, uh, you know, pretty special guy always had a grin on his face and we could always joke around with each other. And, uh, you know, got to spend some time with him also down in Columbus for state basketball tournament. And, uh, but there's stories there that we probably shouldn't tell other than we always had a good time. But uh, his most, the most memorable, memorable thing that I'll take away from Aaron is uh, joyful, um, knew everybody, 
and uh, a great friend, and I'm going to miss him a lot. Hey, this is Sean Kill, and um, just just when I think of Aaron, the, the first adjective that I think of is loud, and I mean it in the biggest compliment you, you can you could think of. And and when I think of that loudness, I just I I love it, and I'm going to miss it. You know, just when you walk into a room and you. I, I, you don't walk into the room. You hear his. You hear his voice first before you walk into that room, and before you even walk into that room, you're smiling because it was Aaron, and you knew that that room was going to have the best personality ever, and you're going to have a good time. You're going to be laughing. You're going to just be smiling. Um, he just had that way of presenting himself. And, uh, you know, whatever it was, he made it fun. And I have uh, a lot of great memories and, and, and a ton of memories where we could just be loud. Um, I feel like I, I take a step back, too, and think of Aaron having so many friends and, and so many different walks of life. I, I think of Aaron as, you know, having personal friends from probably high school or college. And then he had his DJ work friends. And then he had his, um, wrestling friends. He had his, uh, you know, sports radio friends, the, the TV friends. I mean, he just had friends, you know, every which way. And, and I like to classify, classify myself as a uh, part of his wrestling friends. And, uh, we, we had plenty of, uh, great times and road trips I think uh, my most favorite memory with Aaron is Bound for Glory, um, a, a TNA production, and I believe it was 2006. Um, man, I could be off. I think it's 2006, though. But um, back in 2006, going up to Michigan, um, it was a heyday. You know, I feel like with wrestling and some of our trips, we had late nights or if you want to say early mornings, you know, Denny's, um, Denny's when no one else should even be in there, but three in the morning driving home from whether it be Detroit or another classic show was, I think up in like Fremont, Ohio driving home. Um, we just had, um, great time just being loud at all those places too. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I just, yeah, all the road, uh, side, side, uh, road, uh, roadside places we'd stop at, uh, beef jerky, jerky outlet, jerky unlimited, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And in terms of Aaron, we would slay some jerky and, uh, but yeah, yeah. I just, I will always cherish those memories of being loud and just having fun. Wrestling is one of those sports, uh, sport entertainments that's just a blast of, uh, you know, being loud anyway. And, and, uh, it was fun. And, and actually, uh, a little side note, that's how Aaron and I started our friendship. Uh, I was probably post high school. So I knew Aaron dabbled with Spencerville. I graduated from Spencerville. He was a, a coach for the girls team. And, uh, one time on the radio, 
they were giving away Survivor Series tickets for up in Cleveland. And uh, I called. I didn't meet the criteria for whatever reason. I just said, hey, you're giving away tickets? And he goes, yeah, you want a pair? And I said, yeah. So I didn't even get to play the game or whatever it was on the radio. But he was kind and gracious, gave me a couple of tickets. And, and I, I barely even knew him then. I just remember talking to him a little bit at Spencerville one time about wrestling and uh, gave me some free tickets. And uh, he, he would have been there with some wrestling buddies that I didn't even know at the time. But I'm sure I'm, you know, they're some of my friends now. Uh, you know, I saw them from a few rows down and he looked up at me and he just smiled and nodded like, hey, you came to the show. Like, you know, I'm, I'm glad I gave him the tickets to someone that would use them. And, and uh, that was the... That was the start of our friendship, and and I'm gonna definitely miss WrestleManias and Royal Rumble watches and things like that with Aaron, or you know, pay per views at the house. I kind of miss when they were officially pay per views and and uh, food galore and and whatnot. And uh, we may make some offensive remarks, and we may have a competition to see who has the most offensive remarks to get the chair. But uh, nonetheless, um, we love you, Aaron. God bless you. Thank you for all the wrestling memories. And we'll see you soon. Hello. My name is Scott Mag, and uh, I'm here to share an Aaron Matthews story. Um, I remember several years ago uh, talking to him at, um, after doing a Ottawa Glandorf girls game. Actually, it was... Um, was coaching the girls game and and he jumped in the car with us and um, we drove back from Lexington all the way back to Lima Senior because I think I was going to do a WZOQ game with Mike and uh, he drove back with us and uh, what I remember the most about that was that was the shortest hour and a half drive uh, in my life because it was so entertaining one talking about basketball and life and um, laughing at various topics and things and and just kicking it around of different things and talking about different teams and and different stuff is just I was just amazed at how much he knew about all the basketball teams in the area and I'm thinking to myself because I never met the guy before that that ride and thinking how in the world does a guy one that doesn't have access to huddle, right, and knows so much about these teams and the players. And we did not just talk about that current year. We talked years past. We talked OG basketball in the 80s. We talked OG basketball in the 90s. We even talked, I think, some Finley College at that time. And... It was a basketball conversation to the moment we got in that vehicle until we stopped, and I believe we dropped him off at his house. And then me and Mike headed to Lima Senior. But I just was astonished how much a guy could know about basketball and, and basketball, I guess, mantra or basketball things that are happening in the area at that time. And I, I would just... Again, like I said, he had no huddle. He had nothing, but he knew players. He almost gave me a scouting report of the game that we were going to see. He knew so much 
about the teams that he was broadcasting. And from those conversations led to me doing some games for WSN and and working with him. And he was always so prepared and knew the names and knew what was kind of going to happen. And I was just – he prepared for – announcing games as I would as a coach against another team. It was like he had his scouting report. Basically, he knew what was going to happen in the game, and, and I just found that to be amazing to find in Northwest Ohio. And this wasn't ESPN, mind you. He was, wasn't getting paid a million dollars to do these games. You know, you, part of it that what he was doing was for the love of the sport and what he did. And that's what I'm going to miss the most and just seeing him around. And, and another thing that comes to the top of my head right now is what I'm thinking is I've never seen the dude be angry, right? I, I mean, I, I could come to a game not having a good day, and he always had a smile on his face and always would say hi and always had a smile. And it seemed like, hey, when you left talking to him, you felt better about yourself and not only about yourself, but how much like refreshing he was that's the part that i'm going to miss the most just not seeing him not seeing that that enthusiasm that love for sports was unmatched and I, i'm just gonna miss that deeply well you know um i've had the privilege of knowing aaron for well over 20 years you know we got met through mutual friends in the, um, in the, in the radio business and through wrestling and that, uh, really just put together a, a great friendship, um, that lasted. I mean, go, we would go to pay-per-views together. We would meet up to watch pay-per-views and, uh, it brought me closer to a good group of people that, uh, I've gotten to know over the years that, uh, that I'll treasure for sure. Um, when it came to sports, Aaron was, you know, when it was time to be professional, he was the consummate professional. I mean, he was probably as prepared as any, you know, guy I'd ever seen in this business. And, uh, if I needed something, he was able to get it. And I always tried to make sure that when if he needed something, I'd make sure I get it back. Uh, you know, that's one thing that I miss. He was a guy that when it was time to have fun, we had fun. And when it was time for business, he was all business. Aaron Matthews, larger than life. Got to know Aaron Matthews early on uh, in broadcasting when he was doing tournament games up at Ohio Northern. Talked to him extensively because we was up there basically two weeks doing uh, Division two and Division three district basketball. And Aaron Matthews knows the game very well. I enjoy listening to him when I do have a chance. And I also enjoy his level of expertise when it comes to calling a game. So Aaron Matthews, uh, sad day when he left this earth, but his, uh, his life and stuff will be etched in my memory and his ability to broadcast and the experience he had is definitely something that I'll always cherish. Aaron Matthews. My name is uh, Coach Tabler uh, in the light of high school. Um, just thinking about Aaron, you know, so many stories come to mind. Um, but the first thing I have to say about Aaron, he was, he, he drew me in because he's a very positive person. Um, 
uh, coaching at Perry, sometimes um, you became negative about things like how other schools perceived your school. And um, Aaron was always there and positive about that. Uh, he was, uh, I, I guess there's just so many things that come to mind. And, and I remember we were just starting to get to know one another, probably in the 13, 14 season. And he started calling some games and he was so excited to call our district title game. And when I'm talking about positivity, I, we were playing St. Henry in the 15, uh, 16 season. And um, Aaron was so positive that we were going to win that game, even though we were one in 21 all time against St. Henry. And I told him it looked slim um, to none. He goes, no, you're going to win this game. And he goes, I'm, I'm just going to make a fair call on the game, but he goes, I'm really rooting for you. Um, not only, you know, uh, for C. Perry winning game, but uh, for you as a friend. And uh, they did a documentary on us that year. And so Aaron's call on that game uh, when we won the district title um, will forever be on YouTube. I can go back and listen to his, his voice. And it was just true excitement, I, I felt like, for our school and for myself. And that's just the way Aaron was. Um, and then... <clears throat> Unfortunately, our season was cut short in the regional that year, but um, he told me in the summer that we would always go to a state final four. And again, that negativity crept in, but that's what drew me to him is his positivity. And we ended up making it to the final four and I still have a picture with him and, and, and coach kill. And he was the first one to greet me on the um, value city um, floor at, at Ohio state's campus. Um, and our friendship just grew from there. He became the commissioner of the conference in the Northwest Central Conference. And uh, I rode with him um, to the coaches voting. Um, and, and our friendship just became very close, especially this probably last year and a half. Um, we have Bar Tabler down in, in my basement. And we have a nice setup for, for NFL football. And Aaron would come over almost every Sunday, bring a, bring some food and we always did it right, and we probably had 30 people over for the um, the Kansas City Cleveland opener this year. And he brought his 55 inch or 65 inch screen TV, and we watched it outside. You know, him and Oot, they just kind of sat in the corner because they were positive. They're, you know, they're just positive people, and they didn't say a word as us Browns fans were cheering and cheering and cheering. They were just waiting for the Chiefs to come around. Never rubbed anything in. Always positive. Um, Obviously, you, you hear the theme, and I'm sure this is a theme amongst many of the people that have met him. And he, and he brought people together. I wouldn't know Coach U over at Ottoville if it weren't for him. Um, he connected me with so many people at Elida before uh, I even got here and through the doors the first day. I, I, I knew the, a lot of people because Aaron was that person. He would connect people. He loved to just see people have good friendships. And I guess one last thing is we uh, would always sit out in the garage and, and talk and there's open land across uh, from my driveway. And he always said, there's going to be two things when that land goes up for sale, he's going to do, he's going to buy some land and he's going to buy a golf cart so he could drive over every day. Um, so, you know, unfortunately his life was cut short, but in that short amount of time, in those short 42 years, um, he drew so many people together because of his great personality, because of his positivity. So, you know, I, I go back to a thing, and, and it's been difficult, and I'm sure it's been difficult a lot of people, a lot of heavy hearts. Um, but I go back to a thing I saw when I drove by a church one day is 
don't be sad that it's over. Be happy that it happened. And, and I'm truly, truly happy that Aaron came into my life and, and helped me with my positivity and um, going to miss the guy like crazy, but he did so much for so many people. And I'm sure so many people have great stories on this. And, and there'll, there'll also be stories that, that I, I don't need to share with anyone, just Aaron and I's stories and, and things I can reminisce and laugh about. Um, but I'm just grateful that he came into my life. Hi, I'm Mark Alstetter from the Lima News. And uh, Michael asked me to kind of reflect a little bit about Aaron Matthews and, and my uh, things I remember about Aaron. Um, I go way back with him years ago. Um, him starting out, you know, Lima area as far as doing a radio broadcast. And the one thing about Aaron I always loved is the fact that he had so much passion for high school sports. Um, always had a story to tell you. Um, always had always had those stories that, you know, sometimes you didn't hear from different people, but Aaron always had the, the edge of what was going on and, and what was happening. And I think that was the one thing about Aaron I loved was his passion for sports. Um his enthusiasm about the, the high school athletes. And, and I know he did one of the best jobs covering high school sports. Um, and uh, I used to always have fun jawing back and forth about his football team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, me being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you know, he was always kind of giving me a lot of shots about the Steelers and stuff. But um, I think with Aaron, he's going to be missed so much by so many people in so many different capacities because he just loved high school sports. He loved people in general. Um, I, I never walked in a gym where, you know, as soon as he saw me, he said something to me. Always will know what was going on. Um, you know, I just, I'm just going to miss seeing Aaron around the, the uh, sporting events and, and getting his feedback about what's going on. And um, what else can I say about Aaron Matthews? He's going to be deeply missed and uh, – I don't think nobody's going to be able to fill his shoes as far as what he did in this area uh, for the short time he was on this earth. And, you know, he, being as young as he was, uh, it's it's just really a tragedy. But I tell you what, you know, his years he spent around Lyme area covering sports, uh, he made such an impact in those, those years. So, Aaron, rest in peace. Uh, love your brother, you know, and, 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 and uh, like I said, we're just going to miss everything you did for the area. I'm a broadcaster from Northwest Ohio. My name is Kevin Teal. I had the opportunity to work with Aaron uh, through WOSN. I do some games for them. And, gosh, he had so many stories to tell. It's just such a shame. You know, anytime you would see him event, it was a big game because he was there. You know he was going to bring that big game energy as well. And he just represented the kids, WOSN, his coworkers in such a positive light. Uh, he's so missed. I know we really miss him. And just a, a tough blow to Northwest Ohio. But and one of my favorite memories was just having the chance to talk to him for games. And, and Michael Hearn and Todd Walker and other broadcasters down in the Lima area. I'm more Toledo based. but. Uh, just always had a good time and always uh, very informative. He was never unprepared for a broadcast. He was always rearing and ready to go. Uh, whenever I did games for WOSN, I mean, he, I was like, man, you're given so much information because he would reach out to the coaches, he would get stats and keys to the game, and 
is, whoever my analyst would be for the night, just a, a huge amount of information to go off of. And he was an encyclopedia anyway, by his, in his own right. But just so missed, Aaron. Uh, we, we really wish we still had you here to call games and just appreciate all you did for, for me, for Northwest Ohio Broadcasting, for WLSN, and for everyone else you worked for. Uh, we appreciate it, man. Thank you. Hi, this is Kenny Stabler from WKSE and Van Wert and Paulding, and uh, really going to miss Aaron Matthews a whole lot. Uh, I don't remember the exact day that I met Aaron, but it was when he got to the Lima area, and he and I became very, very good friends, um, helped each other a lot. You know, Anybody that knows Aaron knows that he was an organized person, and in this business, one of the best parts of this business are the people that you meet and uh, build relationships with, and I certainly did that with Aaron. Uh, Aaron knew my son, Brady. You know, Brady does some broadcasting. He's done a little bit with us, and now he's doing some things on his own. And uh, Aaron was always very, very helpful. We would share information. I would give him a lot of things from up in the northern area. He would help me out down in the Lima area and south. And uh, whenever you would see Aaron, as anyone knows, I mean, when you would run into him at a ball game or whatever, uh, he would either say something funny or, you know, we'd give each other a hug. That's, that's just how it was with him, man. He was, he was more than just a, a colleague. He was, uh, he was just a great person that brought a lot of energy to the table, very enthusiastic about what he did, which made him so good at what he did. And he's certainly going to be missed. Um, I mean, he and I spoke just about a week and a half before we lost him, and uh, right down to the very end, he was, he was optimistic thought things were going to get better, and unfortunately for all of us, that didn't happen. He told me that he would see me at a, at a ball game over at Lincoln View in just a few days that we were going to be covering, and he was covering, and I truly thought that was going to happen, and it, it truly makes me sad that it didn't, but I'll never forget the guy. Love him. Uh, my best to his family and his close friends. I know there's a lot of, we had a lot of mutual contacts through coaching, officials, fans, players, and, and he, he was as good as it got. There's no doubt about it. Um, he knew my family. Uh, in fact, uh, my, my family often heard of me speak, speak of Aaron, of course, in the best of ways. Uh, like I said, Brady knew him, but my, my wife, Rhonda, and my daughter, Libby, had not met him in person until one night, of all nights, on an off night, when they don't have a ball game to cover, one of the girls wanted in and said, hey, let's go to the ball game. So we go, and Aaron happens to be there covering, and we, and we go up and sit real close to where he's broadcast, and of course, he's got his chief's... Uh, Coaches polo on, he's happy because Kansas City's in the middle of a hot playoff run, and he gives me the big hug, and he knew right away who Rhonda and Libby were, and he, he spoke to them, and they got to meet him a little bit, and uh, Aaron just brought a smile to everyone's face, uh, had so many good times, I can't even count them, I don't even remember when it started, but it was just a great thing, and uh, uh, love him to death, going to miss him to death, and I, I again, I, I certainly extend my condolences and thoughts and, and hugs to everyone else who cared about him like, like Brady and I did. And uh, that's it. Hi, this is uh, Keith Utendorf, um, Ottaville High School, uh, boys basketball coach. I I'm not sure where to start. <clears throat> I guess Aaron and I really kind of connected um, probably the last six to eight years. Uh, and obviously basketball and high school sports brought us together. Um, and from that initial interaction that many years ago to, to, 
to now, uh, it's become so much more, um, our relationship <clears throat> was a pretty close one towards the end. And I, <clears throat> I can't tell you how much I valued his friendship, uh, because it became that, not just a, a working relationship. And <clears throat> it probably started, uh, mostly because we were both Kansas City Chiefs fans in the middle of Ohio. Um, and that was kind of the initial connection as we got to know each other through the through sports and broadcasting and coaching and, and high school basketball games. And it became a common interest that, that, that sprouted that friendship. And um, I can't tell you, <laughs> we have, we have, done so much over the last few years especially um <clears throat> losing him has been pretty tough and I, I know it's been tough for a lot of people so i <clears throat> i can't thank him enough for that friendship not only in high school sports but just i mean aaron and i went to probably a kansas city chiefs game i'm trying to think we had planned to go to the Bengals game <laughs> This past Sunday, we had mentioned it a couple months ago that this is the game that we go to um, this year, and it really never we never got layered down with the tickets, and obviously with what's all transpired the last three or four weeks, um, obviously it never came to fruition. But I <laughs> I do know this: when I look back at some text messages um, the other day, and I'm constantly reminded of stuff of his uh i just was in the coach's office probably five minutes ago and something that he did for for several of us coaches uh the time that he put into things uh leading up to the tournament draws and all kinds of different uh statistics and and metrics that he would do for for some of us he always told us to keep it quiet he didn't do this for everyone um but i just saw that document, that folder in the coach's office. And so I'm constantly reminded, and I know I'm jumping around here. I just, it's so hard to organize your thoughts when you lose somebody that I felt as close to uh, over the last few years. Um, it's just that constant reminder of different things that pop up throughout the day. And like I said before, I, I look back at some text messages and I'm telling you, so Chiefs Kingdom, there's there's a, quite a group of us that have that have kind of in the coaching and high school ranks that uh, identify as Chiefs fans, and we used and and had Aaron as our uh, sounding board microphone uh, to promote all things Chiefs and Chiefs Kingdom, and it obviously was one of Aaron's biggest passions, and and it became some of ours. It was it was mine from the beginning. Um, with him and uh, it helped to, to spur some some relationships um, you know you're going to have some guys on later that I've really gotten very close with and, and I told uh, those guys I know uh, Mike you're going to have uh, Matt and, and Frank on later and those are two two dudes that I, that I call very very close friends now um, and literally it's because of Aaron and, and his connection with, with those guys and Gavin and Mike, you, 
I, I've developed so many relationships and friendships because of that one relationship with him. And I think that's maybe one of his best lasting memories, lasting legacies is the ability for him to connect people and to, to, to show the compassion and joy and, and friendship to others and connect people. I, <clears throat> that's what I'll remember most. And, and I get to hear it and see it. And when Frank and, and Matt and I are texting uh, back and forth, I think, you know, those relationships that have, that, that will be sustained because of, of, of Aaron's connection and because of our friendship all with him, I hope that's one of the most powerful legacies that, that he'll leave behind. It's one of the things that I'll remember most, but I, I can't tell you how many, I, I had so much fun, so much fun going to Brown's chiefs, uh, parties. Um, and he and I being the two chiefs fans trying to, trying to, uh, just sort of chill and, uh, and watch the Browns and chiefs games with all these Browns fans. Uh, Frank and Matt always gave us crap. They said, why are you guys so calm? What do you, what, what's, what's your problem? Like, we're, we're about to lose our minds here. This game's awesome. And, and, and now we're, and what's going to happen? And I, Aaron and I are just sitting back and, and not, not really reacting to anything. The Browns, I think we're up a score or two in the second half and things look bad and, and people are getting mad at us because we're just calm and, and we knew like Mahomes was going to lead us down. Mahomie, as, as Aaron always liked to say, um, what I say uh, would always lead us back, and then they'd be mad at us because we were all chill, and and no one could uh, kind of rattle us. And the Chiefs end up winning, and <laughs> it ended up being a good day. Man, we brought so much food to those things too. Aaron was always so good at, fruit, at <laughs> getting some barbecue, uh, getting some pasta, all kinds of stuff. He 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 took pride in that too. Um, gosh, man, we had. Like I said, we had so much fun together. Um, Lions game, I think that was last year or two years ago, maybe. Lions Chiefs game, Pittsburgh and and in Kansas City, we went to Pittsburgh three years ago, I think. Um, like I said, we were supposed to go to the Bengals game this year. I know we went somewhere else. Man, we spent so much time together outside of 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 where we initially connected. I it's hard to replace that. And every single time uh, I think about Kansas city sports, uh, the opportunities that I get every Friday and Saturday night, I really feel like I'm missing something because he would constantly send text messages. I know other people are going to say this too. He would always send text messages, just checking on you, bud. I know earlier this year, he's like, Hey, don't jump off that cliff yet. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. And I miss those conversations and those texts. He always knew the right time and place. Um, and then when we saw, when we, I can only imagine, all right, I can only imagine the text messages that he and I would have had this past Sunday, probably all the vulgarity <laughs> save. Uh, I'll just reserve that for the two of us and <laughs> some of the words that we would use probably to describe how the Bengals and Chiefs game was going. I thought about that all weekend uh, or all week this week thinking, man, 
how I want to text him so bad and just <laughs> lay it on the line. Uh, talk about the different colors for the Bengals. I always joke with the kids, and this this would have come straight from Aaron too. Those colors are black and white. They ain't black and orange. <laughs> I can just hear us talking about it. Uh, and that's what <clears throat> those things are, are, are what I'll miss the most. But I, I do know that I'll have those memories to help me try to get through this from a personal standpoint. Um, so I, I guess I'll hold on to those and try to remember him like he should be. Uh, but I, <clears throat> I'm going to miss him so much. And <clears throat> like I said before, those legacies um, that he leaves behind, because they are legacies. I mean, his talent as a professional goes, goes without, you know, I, there were so many things that he would say, his vernacular, uh, some of his cliche statements and all that stuff. That's that's for everyone to remember, but the the personal conversations, the encouragement, the trust, um, those are the things that I'll value, and those friendships that he helped to create and foster, um, that I still have today. That's his legacy, and because of that, I'm forever uh, grateful and thankful. I guess that's as best as what I can say <laughs> for Aaron. I, it's hard to narrow down one memory, but I'll take the I'll take the last five to eight years worth of uh, connections and memories that we've had, and I'll carry those forward for the rest of my life in thinking about him. So, thank you for the opportunity to talk about him. I hope everybody knows how great of a person he was. Hey, I'm. Joe Holbrook, um, Joe Blessing, no Aaron. Uh, first, uh, got to meet him, as most people, over the voice over the radio. But I got to meet the man behind that, uh, being the best man uh, for uh, both of our friend Sean Lyle's wedding. Uh, through that whole process, Aaron was like my co-best man. Um, we set up the whole bachelor party weekend uh, trip to Detroit, and that's where I really got to spend that time with Aaron and get to know him more. We went to a wrestling show, uh, spent the day in Detroit, all around, many a laughs, many a fun things, uh, just riding around on the people mover there in Detroit, seeing Aaron talk to kids, and kids look at him with joy, and him look at the same joy as he's talking to them. It was just seeing, like I said, that other side of him. Um, and then that, that weekend continues. We Came back on Saturday, back to Lima. Drove back on Sunday, caught a Tigers game. Um, ended up hitting a Grand Slam home run right over where we were sitting. We all next day looked and realized it was on ESPN. So uh, it was just one of them times that really got to see the man and cherish my friend, your family, Aaron Matthews. Howdy, folks. JB in the morning. On T-102, uh, also known as uh, the JB Show, formerly of Nutty Tuzu, also here in Lima. I met the big man Aaron uh, a long, long time ago. Aaron worked on Nutty Tuzu. Uh, I was 3-7, to seven, 
JB show, and Aaron was the big super heavyweight show from 7 to midnight. I knew Aaron for a long time. Uh, before he made a trip to Joliet, Illinois to do radio for a while, I headed out of the country to the Cayman Islands for 10 years, and uh, and we both ended up back in Lima, of course. Aaron's a good man. Aaron had an infectious smile. Uh, every time you, you saw Aaron, he was pretty much in a good mood. Now I saw him upset. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but that smile always made you laugh. We have a greeting we shared with each other, which was abracadabra. Uh, most people say hello. For us, it was abracadabra. I'm sure everybody has a ton of Aaron Matthews stories. My my favorite is I knew uh, it was showtime and stuff was about to get serious when Aaron pulled out the toothpaste and the toothbrush. Aaron brushed his teeth before every single radio show. Every single one, without fail. Whether he ate anything, whether he drank anything, I think he wanted the feeling of a, of a fresh mouth. To start the show, and I'm I'm pretty sure he was a little superstitious about it too. So, always a toothbrush, always a tube of toothpaste. Then I knew it was time for the big super heavyweight show. That's what I remember most about Aaron. That, of course, wrestling road trips. Uh, we drove ten hours to watch SummerSlam in North Carolina. Got in the car, drove ten hours back <laughs> just to watch SummerSlam together. It was those road trips that were a great time. Uh, I miss him. I'll always think of him. He was far too young. Maverick Kadabra, my friend. Hi, this is Frank Kill from Lima Central Catholic. Uh, I had the privilege of getting to know Aaron through being the voice of the T-Birds for almost 10 years. And, you know, most people have a circle of friends. I wouldn't consider Aaron one of those. He was always the guy that was in my corner. You know, I really considered him as a brother. Um, most people, you know, he would walk up to you and he just knew you. And for me... He was so close to my family. You know, my mom and dad are both battling cancer. And, you know, most people would say, hey, how's your mom? Not Aaron. He always said, how is mom doing? Because that was the type of guy he was in my family. And, you know, I'm forever going to miss that that grin, that smile, the, the missing tooth that he would flicker in and out, you know, that I would just always just crack up. And, and just knowing, you know, that he's, part of my life and that his spirit will go on. I never really thought I'd root for the Chiefs the way that I do now, knowing that Aaron Matthews is not here to do it for him, but obviously because I'm a sorry Browns fan, so gives me another team to root for. But, you know, Aaron Matthews is one of those guys where if you wanted a road trip to, to Cleveland or Cincinnati or Detroit to watch a baseball game, he would be the first to say, I'll drive. And he definitely was a, a ride-or-die type of guy. And I'm going to be uh, just grateful that uh, I had the privilege of knowing him for for about 13 years. And you know, I can really say that the, that man was a brother. You know, I loved him dearly. I loved his family. And, you know, I just, uh, you know, I, I got to know a lot of people. And, you know, I, hey, Aaron, I, I got to know you during that time, too. And, you know, it's just uh, it's a sad, sad situation. But, again, I think we're all blessed to know that Aaron Matthews was part of our lives. Hello, my name is Eric Fishball, head baseball coach at Lincoln View. And when I think of Aaron Matthews, you know, I think of a very personal guy. You know, I might see him twice or three times a year, but, you know, he always wanted to know how you were doing. And when you went to ask how he was doing in return, he would, he would answer you, but he wanted to get right back to, you know, who he was talking to. And he just wanted to know how things were going. And um, my most memorable moment of Aaron, I think, is uh, I just watched it a few days ago, but our regional final game from this past spring and, you know, on the final call, our final out that we were going to state, you know, he used our hashtag, the Lancers are coming. And 
uh, with such enthusiasm. And um, he was an all, also a, you know, just a very, you know, noble guy that, you know, wanted, wanted the best for high school kids and, and feature them. And, and I just, I'm going to miss him a lot and, and really um, glad that the couple of years that I got to spend getting to know Aaron Matthews. This is DJ Old School, everybody. And, um, you know, this is a, uh, a hard thing um, with the passing of uh, Aaron Matthews. But one of my fondest memories is when we did Old School Friday together when fabulous Phil Austin took time off. And Aaron hated getting up so early in the morning. So he was like, bro, we need to have something to get us hyped for this show. And I was like, I know. And we were just thinking of songs and going back and forth. And he was like, I got the perfect song for you. And I'm not going to say exactly what he said, but he said, I got the perfect song for you. Next thing you know, he started playing Rosa Parks Outcast by Outcast. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And we was hype. And then he was like, boom, shakalaka, my. And then that's all I'm going to say. But I had great times with Aaron. Learned a lot from Aaron. And when I left Lima, Aaron told me, just do what you do, man, because you've learned a lot from a lot of us and then show them people in Richland County what you made of. Aaron always was a big supporter of every single person. And that's the one thing we're all going to remember about him besides his smile and that boom shakalaka and drinking. Rest in peace, my good friend, Aaron Matthews. All right. Uh, my name is Devin Jones. And one of my favorite stories involving uh, Aaron Matthews is uh, we were headed over to Ottawa. It was myself, Aaron, uh, our friend uh, Ben Sherman, and Mike Hearn. So he'll remember this well. We're driving over to Ottawa to do a radio spot at Pizza Hut in Ottawa for the Lima Warriors. So we're on our way over there, and of course, we're yucking it up and sharing all kinds of stories and just being stupid, as we tended to do when we all got together. So I'm sitting in the back seat, and we pull into Ottawa, and for some reason, there's a pad and a pen in the back seat. I pick up this pen, and write help really big on this piece of paper. So we're one of the stoplights in Ottawa, and there's this old lady that's beside us, and I take this piece of paper and I hold it up in the window, and the look this woman had on her face, and she just had a total look of panic, and then we're all over here laughing, and then the light changes, and we drive off, and that was one of the many just off the cuff, silly things that we did and stuff that Aaron would bring out of people. He had a unique gift where he left everywhere that he was, he left it in a better place. And as I've said many times, he was the physical embodiment of joy. He always knew how to make people feel welcome and loved. And that will probably be the thing I miss the most about him. This is Danny Sisko, and uh, 
saying my best wishes to Aaron Matthews' family. Uh, what a terrific, what a terrific person overall. I mean, when you were uh, when we were uh, at a football venue and in the in the uh, press box when he came in, I mean everything just lightened up because it was Aaron. That was his personality, and uh, he was always friendly, always had a smile on his face, and he always had maybe a little bit of a of a, a dig to you, but. He would always do it with a smile, and he never meant anything bad. And, and uh, I think that's what I'll always remember about Aaron is, is the good-natured guy that he was and, and always willing to share, share stats, share information. And the, and the dude had a story about everything. Um, and, and, and like I said, he was, he was just a true guy, a happy-go-lucky guy, uh, but a guy that worked his butt off and, and – uh, you know, I, uh, I'm a better person for knowing Aaron, and, and uh, everyone's better for having Aaron as a friend. So rest in peace, Aaron Matthews. This is Tom Usher with the Lima News. Uh, Aaron Matthews was certainly one of a kind. Uh, I've never met anybody quite like him. He had passion, energy for high school sports, and it showed in every single broadcast Aaron did. Uh, he was just passionate and energetic and it really didn't matter what game he did. His energy and passion came out in really in every quarter of every broadcast he ever did. I never saw Aaron in a bad mood, in fact. He was also very professional in his preparation and the way he went about a game. He would spend hours, I'm sure, preparing for a broadcast. And then he's one of the few people I know that would actually get to the gym or the football stadium at about the same time I would, would be a couple hours before the game, and then he'd go over his prep work, go down, talk to the coaches. He was thorough and very professional. Just tremendous energy in, in everything he broadcasts, including the Lima Locos. I know he did the PA for the Locos. He broadcast some local games on radio and TV, and I know Aaron really got into that and did a great job with the Locos as well, just as he did it in everything else. But I think if there was one story that sums up how Aaron was, I took a year off uh, with COVID and everything like that and everything was going on and came back this fall. And my first game back was Delphus Jefferson against Delphus St. John's at uh, Stadium Park in Delphus. And of course, I hadn't seen any of the local media in probably over a year. So I was sitting up in the press box uh, all settled in before the game and Aaron came in and he yells at the top of his lungs when he sees me and that was just Aaron's way. He always was boisterous and energetic and uh, yelled at the top of his lungs when he saw anybody but especially me and I said hi to him and I went about my business and Aaron went about setting up uh, for his broadcast. Well about 15 minutes later after he was all set up and said a hello to a few other people. He came up behind me and basically whispered in my ear. He said, it's really good to see you. Really good to see you. And, I, and you know what? I'll never forget that he said that because I, I knew he meant it. And uh, I know every time I went to a broadcast, I was always glad to see him too. I have to tell you that Aaron Matthews is a strange bird in the sense that he is always wanting to help. There are no secrets when it comes to this crazy thing that is known as broadcasting and calling games. 
from almost the first time that I met Aaron, he was invested, he was engaged, he wanted to know what was going on with me. And I'm gonna tell you, he's kind of like a football coach because football coaches are awesome because they'll give you their secrets and they're confident enough to know that, you know, if their kids are playing the way they need to be playing, they can beat you. And if they don't, more power to you. That's how Aaron is. I've got to tell you that some of my spotting charts and stat sheets and other things like that are definitely either Aaron's or Aaron inspired. And that's the type of guy that he is. is he really cares about other people, cares about the game, and cares about doing it right. Uh, my name is Corey Britton. I'm the head boys basketball coach at Fort Laramie High School. Um, I've gotten to know Aaron uh, over the last eight years. Um, and he was just an incredible person. Uh, he was such an advocate for our athletes, uh, not only in, in Lima land, as he called it, um, but down here as well. Uh, got to know Aaron about my second or third year at Fort Laramie. Uh, he started covering games for WSN and just through – Mutual people got to know him and uh, got to know him a little bit and uh, really blessed that I had the opportunity to do that. Um, I know the year where we went 25-2 and two and we lost to the regional finals, he would send me text messages periodically just wishing us good luck or when he was calling for calling a game on WOSN, he, he would just reach out and let me know he was going to be down and we'd chit-chat a little bit and, uh, you know, it's just, a lot of memories come come flying back when when I when I think about uh, when I think about them. But one of my favorites is uh, we were playing Marion Local on a Saturday night at our place, and uh, our big guy Tyler Siegel went up and rammed one down with his right hand, and it was the signature boom shakalaka, and it was awesome just watching it on tape. Our kids were talking about it at practice the following week. Um, and it'll be a it'll be a thought that I never forget, and I know it it brightened our kids as uh, it made our kids' night as well. And, and at the end of the day, that's that's all he wanted to do. He wanted to be there for the athletes of of the area in West Central Ohio, and he did an incredible job spotlighting it. And my last my last time I got to see him was at a volleyball game this fall. He was calling a game with Mark Shine down at our place, and uh, was in between sets and. We were talking and just chit chatting a little bit and just catching up and you know he he just Aaron being Aaron he he missed the first three or four points of the next set when he was supposed to be on the air just just talking about us and he wanted to know how my family was how our little girls were doing how things were in my personal life it just wasn't always sports related and that and that's what made him so special he was he was able to connect with so many people and uh, he will definitely be missed. My name's Colin Kriegel. Um, Aaron and I, we technically met probably back in the late 90s, early 2000s. I was that annoying kid that always called into 92 Zoo for the good night lines and the uh, hot eight at eight, and he would make me a guest DJ. He would uh, save my recording for Vertical Horizons, everything you want, and just keep me um, going every night for that, that spot on the hot eight at eight. So, um, even as that, that annoying kid that, you know, bothered him every night, he, you know, he entertained me, you know, he let me feel good about, you know, being on the radio. And then he, uh, he had moved away for several years. I think he had gone to Illinois or something at that point, came back in the area and I hit him up 
I was a little more, uh, more mature and, you know, less annoying. I hope at that point. And I, uh, I was actually considering getting into radio and media and I, I hit him up and just asked him for, you know, advice. And he was totally willing to provide that to me. And, you know, he, he, uh, remembered me, which was also awesome. And then, you know, as the years passed by, we became actual adult friends. He was, you know, a little bit older than me, 10 years or so, a little bit more than that. But, um, you know, he, you know, he welcomed me in, you know, to the, the friend group of his, the, uh, the wolf pack, the ninjas, you, you know, whatever you want to call us. He, he welcomed me in with open arms. And, you know, at that point, the memories just started to pile up. I mean, going to, uh, him and Jody's house, you know, watching WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, whatever it was, you know, playing with the kids. Um, they just really made you feel like part of the family. Um, so that was awesome. I'm always going to, you know, keep Jody and, and the kids close to my heart, um, check in on them, see how they're doing. Um, they become friends just as much as Aaron was. Um, the funny thing about Aaron and I, we, when you look at us on paper for our love of sports, um, we should be you know, bitter enemies. He was a Chiefs fan. I'm a big Raiders fan. He's a Buckeye. I'm a Wolverines fan. You know, nothing about our sports interests should have uh, allowed us to be friends, but the respect was there 100%. Um, it's funny, I'm recording this right now, watching as the Raiders compete for a playoff spot. And in one spot of his mind, I can guarantee that, you know, he, he wants the Raiders to pull it off because of, you know, me being a Raiders fan. That's just how he was. Um, the last text I shared with him, sorry, uh, the last text I shared with him before he passed away, um, I I had checked in on him to see how he was doing, and he, you know, he congratulated me for Michigan getting that that W against Ohio State, and you know, that was just it's just it, the respect was always there. It was always friends first. He was a great friend. Um, he always will be, um, I'll think about him, you know, so many times for the rest of my life. Just so many things are going to remember, remind me of him. Um, you know, unfortunately miles pizza, um, took off to South Carolina, but I was able to, to go there for the first time with, you know, me and Aaron and the guys, that was one of the best nights of my life. And then so many wrestling shows we were able to go to, um, the rated G Wendy's that, you know, we had to, we had to test that a little bit. Um, you know, um, they didn't, they did not appreciate, you know, our group not being quite rated G in their facility, but you know, we, we had to test that out. So yeah, Aaron was, um, just the, the greatest friend you could ask for. And I'm certainly going to miss him. Hey, this is Dave with C Sports Live and WZOQ Radio. Uh, think it back on Aaron Matthews. Uh, worked with Aaron back in the day at 92Zoo at WIMA. Uh, running into him all the time with different sporting events that we do for, for Z Sports and WZOQ. And uh, I got, uh, uh, he gave me the name Little Canadian. And actually, for a while, thought that I was actually Canadian, which is pretty cool. Uh, man, I'm going to miss seeing him around. One of the, uh, the fond memories is of covering a game at 
Columbus Grove in the old school building, the Loft of Death, uh, where, oh, geez, a bunch of us were up there. Uh, me, before I lost all the weight, Steve Weiner, uh, Aaron Matthews, and surprisingly that, uh, you know, it didn't come off the wall and end up in the middle of the court. Uh, just a great time seeing him at state and at all of our events. One of the the last things uh, that uh, of seeing him was at volleyball. Uh, OG and Shawnee uh, at Shawnee. Uh, they're setting up for their broadcast. The girl that comes in and you know sets the camera and everything. Uh, I'm sitting on the end. And she tells me that I need to move because they need to have that seat to run the wire down. And I asked her, I said, well, um, who's doing the game for you? And she tells me it's Aaron. And I tell her in the straightest face and non-sarcastic as I could is to tell Aaron that the little Canadian said he's not moving anywhere. And she thought I was serious. So when we come back, when they, she comes back in, of course, I had already moved down a little bit so that they can come in. And of course, you know, Aaron has to, you know, bump me on the head and give me a hard time about it. We had a good laugh and we had a good laugh with her because she thought I was serious and he played it off too. So th- that was a lot of fun. And it, uh, it broke my heart when uh, I got the, the text message from from her and that, uh, that Aaron passed on. Um, and it, it comes at a time where that's three friends in, in that year that, that I had lost. Uh, one of the voices of our, some of the commercials, uh, Jimmy Talbert down, down in Georgia and uh, Colin Manning uh, from Continental. Uh, you know, he helped me out with a lot of stuff. And you know, Aaron's a great guy. and he, He's going to be missed a whole lot. Uh, you know, prayers to... Uh, to his wife and kids. Well, I got to know Aaron when I moved up to the Lima area and started uh, with WSN uh, about uh, 11, 12 years ago. Um, and at that point, he was just a voice on the radio. Eventually started doing games uh, with WSN, and, and um, I would use him as much as he was available. Uh, as his availability increased, we certainly used him as much as we could. Uh, and and then about 18 months ago, um, yeah, during COVID and, and yeah, a lot of unknown and uncertainty, um, we, uh, we we pursued him to see if he could maybe uh, come on board and help us out a little bit more. And, and he did at that point and, and took over um, our, our new venture at that point. We were starting to stream games for, for schools. And I learned very quickly that that was far more than I was going to be able to keep on top of and, and, and do my other duties. And so uh, he came on board and, and helped with that um, and, and immediately um, you know, brought all sorts of life and, and energy to, to that venture, uh, continued calling games. Um, and, and then, you know, we you know, started giving him additional tasks and, and, and duties. And, and with all of them, he always performed everything, uh, whether behind the mic or, or behind a, a desk, um, you know, with, with the same sort of, of passion and vigor um, that, that you, you know, learned to, to love from him and, and, and could expect from him. Uh, the, the way we had situated the office, um, I could kind of keep at least one eye on him at all times. And, and I felt like that was probably the safest thing for everybody. Um, but, uh, but it meant that I got to, got to watch him thrive, um, doing certain things that, 
that have been given to him. I, I, I told him, you know, Aaron, I'm basically giving you the things that I'm not good at or that I don't get enjoyment out of. And, and it really fit him to a T. They were things that he thrived at, um, you know, forming relationships with coaches and athletic directors, being more of the, the, uh, the extrovert personality and, um, you know, pursuing those relationships and, and making sure that we were in good standing with everyone and that, that had good communication with everybody. Um, doing that for the streaming service. Um, and then eventually even our announcers. Yeah, I said, you know, hey, could you, could you kind of be the, the buffer between me and, and our announcing group? Um, just because there were, there were so many of them and, and, and it, it got to be time consuming. And so he took over that and, and brought uh, another level of quality to that, you know, giving them information that I was never able to provide them and, and things like that. And so it, it was just always amazing um, how his uh, giftings uh, really fit so, so perfectly into where we had needs. Um, and then also where I maybe had some insufficiencies. And, and so I really felt like it was a, 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 a match made in heaven, a, a good team uh, that we had going. And, and um, for those, you know, 18 or 20 months, um, I, I think the station, um, especially the sports department, ran um, as, as well as it could have could have run. Um, you know, really a, a high, high watermark. Um, and, and certainly, you know, from a professional perspective, we're gonna we're gonna miss that immensely, and and you know there'll be some things that we're able to to, to you know come up with replacement ideas for or, or work around. Uh, but there's gonna be a lot of things that you know we just can't ever replace. Yeah, you, know, you can't um, you know find a way to to mimic um, Aaron Matthews in that way. Um, but then there's the personal side of them. Um, we obviously didn't get to see as much of that. You know, you'll hear lots of stories from from friends who have known him for a long time, and and um, you know those are. Uh, um, very special stories. We'll just leave it at that. But um, you know, the, the the side we saw of them, a uh, little bit more refined, maybe a little bit more um, polished and professional. Uh, but but still, um, you know, a heart as big as anybody you'll ever find. Uh, really having a a, a completely genuine uh, passion to make sure that everybody did the best they could and and achieved the, the best they could. Um, his, his mentoring spirit is not something that you see uh, in the broadcast industry um, to the level that he had it. You know, sometimes people are a little reserved or, oh, do I really want to help them that much? Uh, they may come challenge me at some point. No, with Aaron, it was 100% genuine, 100%. He really wanted everybody to achieve as much as they could achieve. And, and he was thrilled to be able to provide any sort of insight or help or opportunities um, to, to anybody to get them um, a little bit further along. I've never never really come across anybody else in broadcast that was that interested in paying it forward and that interested in investing in other people. Uh, and, and that was 100% genuine and 100% him, um, kind of his trademark. And so that's something that, that you know, we'll, we'll obviously miss um, and, and that was just so unique. He really did care about everybody uh, from, from our camera people and our crew, you know, our you know, 20 plus people um, you know, that, that, that run around and he's one of only a couple people that actually knows everybody's name and, and, and really, um, you know, is interested and invested in them. Um, and the crew always looked up to him and, and enjoyed doing games with him. Uh, that was something that, that was a high point for them as well. So, um, it, it leaves a huge hole, um, both in our hearts, um, and in our station, um, uh, and our operations. Um, you know, some of those will, will get fixed up. Others will take a lot longer to heal. Uh, but, uh, for all that he did for, for WSN over the years that he was involved here, um, you know, and, and for the time he devoted, um, time spent away from family, um, you know, I, I, I have to thank them for, 
for loaning him to us as much as they did. Um, and, and just have to acknowledge that, you know, it's, it's going to hurt for a while and that, um, we're, we're still searching, you know, how, how we, um, collectively, uh, pull ourselves together and, and move on. But, uh, but for the time he spent here and the energy and effort he invested here, um, I, I can only say thank you, Aaron. Um, we, we love you. Uh, and we are really going to miss you. This is Alex Wolf. And I uh, just wanted to share some memories and, and stories of, of Aaron, you know, I didn't know him as long as, as some and on as deep of a, a level as some, but I have to say that, uh, in my now 34 years of life, if you took everybody that I'd ever met and spent time around and use the metric of, of laughs per minute spent with that person, Aaron Matthews would be right at the top of that for me. I mean, I, uh, I had worked for, for several years by, by the time of this story with Todd Walker and Jason Aldridge, and I had known about the mutual love that the two of them and Aaron and myself with Todd and Jason had for the show, Chappelle's show. And in 2019, I was calling the uh, Division I District Semifinal for the boys up at Savage Arena. And it was Lima Sr. against Holland Springfield. And we had another game going on that night. And so I went to Toledo, and we needed somebody to be my analyst. And Todd and Jason got in touch with Aaron. And he agreed because he didn't have a game that night. So we rode up to Toledo. And on the way up there, he made a reference to the Chappelle's show. And I knew I finally had my moment to really bond with Aaron. And so I just joined right in the quoting. And while we had a great relationship at that point already, it just went into overdrive. And we spent the rest of that drive up to Toledo quoting it. We got there as we were setting up in Savage Arena. We we watched the play a haters ball sketch, quoted it the, the whole way down. I mean, that really became our thing. Uh, for the the rest of of time of quoting that and calling each other buck nasty and he'd even work in when i'd be running the board when he'd be calling game on radio and he'd have a score update he'd claim that the score update had come from silky johnson and we'd have a laugh during the commercial break like we did all the time and that's really what i'll always remember about aaron is the laughing the laughing whether we were doing a game together, we were at the same game. I mean, if if I took 10 commercial breaks during a football game that he was calling to and was in the same booth, I'd say, and this is being conservative, seven of the 10 times coming out of commercial break, I'd be laughing because of something that he had said while we were both in commercial break. And that's uh, something that I'll, I'll cherish and, and certainly miss. And I'll miss the new charts for football for for drives and scoring that he'd send and want me to use and give feedback on i was appreciative of it as i was really starting to do play-by-play because it had helped with my preparation and he'd explain how to do the chart which i was always appreciative of and i was also appreciative of the support i mean i frankly am a, a person that likes to have positive reinforcement, likes 
to know that I'm I'm doing a good job. I guess uh, if you will, it's it's the fuel that my engine runs on. And if that's the case, I mean Aaron Matthews was a, a literal tanker truck because I can't tell you how many times he just come up to me and say you're doing a good job, you know, keep up the good work. I listened to a game and I really appreciated that and I think it really uh, helped to put a spring in my step as I go do games and the support as I started to climb the ladder from him is something that I'll always treasure and I'll certainly miss him and I'd again like to express my condolences to his friends and family and I can't wait until the day comes again that I can quote Chappelle's show with them. Hi, I'm Chris Williams. I don't know really where to begin, uh, but if you knew Aaron, you knew he was larger than life with a heart of gold. He was always wanting to see you do better, offering advice or just an ear to talk things out to without any judgment. Maybe a joke or two, but never to be judged. I have many memories of Aaron from the broadcast booth to Miami bus trip, to wrestling events, weddings, and all sorts of things in between. The man was a legend in the Lyme area of broadcasting, but he was much more than that. He was a husband, a brother, a father, a mentor, an uncle. I'm going to miss hearing that laugh, the enthusiasm, the encouragement. I'm heartbroken for people who never got the chance to meet Aaron and truly know Aaron because he was honestly one of the most genuine people that I have had the pleasure of calling a friend. In the words of our friend Teddy Boo, stay icy with stacks on deck until we ride again, friend. So that is a uh, good smattering of folks talking about the uh, man that Aaron Mulaski was and just about the uh, insane things that he did in his life and the great things that he did in his life. I, I want to thank all of them individually as well. Uh, Alex Wolf, Chris Williams, Dave Boninsigna, Devin Jones, Charles Robinson, a.k.a. DJ Old School, Frank Kill, Joe Holbrook, Sean Peachy Rodriguez, Sean Lyle, whatever he wants to be called, Todd Walker and Steve Wiener, Matt Tabler, J.B. Webb, Eric Fishpaw, Matt Mulaski, who did an amazing job, by the way, Sean Kill, and uh, Dean Jackson, Scott Mag, Mark Goldstutter, Benny Sisko, Corey Britton, Kevin Peel, Gary Raspberry, Colin Kriegel, Tom Usher, Phil Schumann, Keith Utendorf, and Ben Reif, all for agreeing and making some time to be a part of this. It, it took a lot longer than what I would have liked to uh, have gotten this done, but the entire Mulaski family, I love all of you. I uh, hope that you enjoyed this. That uh, folks did as well. Uh, Aaron's gone. He's not going to be forgotten. There's just far too many ways that 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 will ever, ever take place. And uh, I try to honor him in every single way that I can in uh, in things I do. I even tried to get him a boom shakalaka a couple of nights ago, and that's that's, uh, what I'm going to remember. And I'll try to see if uh, I can give you one right now. For years, one of the uh, trademarks for any uh, Aaron Dunk that he saw throughout the course of the uh, of a game was a very loud and a very proud boom shakalaka. And this 
is actually one of the first that Eight I remember. With two and a half minutes left to go here in the first quarter. Nice pass down the lane. And a slam by Galeski. Wow. Boom shakalaka, my friend. That's Aaron Matthews. I love you, buddy. I will see you next again when the time is right. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.